Hello and Thank welcome you so to Eva Unleashed, hosted by Madison and Brittany. Join us on this is real talk for real women who are ready to step out of society's confining boxes and grow. An by learning from other people's stories, we become more aware, conscious, and accepting of others and get one step closer to shaping the world into a better place. Join us as we talk with women from many different backgrounds about life, relationships, work, family, religion, and everything in between. We are on a mission to start the conversation and help women wherever they are in life. Thank you for being here with us. Now, let's jump into today's episode. Hey, listeners. Thank you for joining us today. So for this next episode, we initially planned to release this last week, but we had some technical difficulties and we have to redo this whole episode. So, but what we want to do is kind of uh, do an offshoot of our last episode where we talked about New Year's resolutions and goals. And now we just kind of want to talk about how we can break those goals down and meet them and not get burned out. Um, we, Madison found this concept called the North Star. We're going to talk about that a little bit. So this just, I feel like it's just a really good breakdown of how to achieve your goal and not, like we said, not get burned out and just feel like it's obtainable. Sorry, my husband's making faces at me. Okay, I'm, I'm here. Okay, this is a problem with recording when your husbands are home. My husband's home. You won't leave me alone. Hi, <laughs> oh, Yes, the North Star Principle. I got to go to a very cool training um, that was put on by a lady. Her name is Britt Siva. And her stuff is primarily focused towards women who are running salons or hairdressers and running that kind of a business. But it really applies to um, anyone with any kind of a business. Um, so her um, main message I got from it was you needed to pick a goal that was your North Star. It is the thing you want to accomplish or kind of be in a certain time frame, hers was like a year. You had your yearly North Star, and she also has ones that are for longer out for her company too. But then you take that North Star, and then everything you do, all of your other goals need to point to that North Star. So if you're you find yourself setting a goal that kind of shoots you off in a different direction, you you need to like not pursue those ones as much. It just kind of gives you a focus and a discipline. And then she had us break down our North Star into goals that were quarterly, monthly, and then weekly. And so you had your weekly goals that led up to your month, and then your month ones were, would accumulate to your quarter and so on. And I loved that because I tend to make these year goals, but I don't always put in the time to break it down, especially down to like weeks. Um, and to have a North Star that other things fit into. So like if your goal, because like sometimes I make short-term goals, like, okay, I'm going to sign up for an eight-week, you know, health program. Okay, the eight weeks finishes and then I'm done. Whereas with this, when you have your North Star, you're continuing, you're, you plan out like, okay, I'm going to do these goals. And then what? And then what? And then what? And you build them to reach this ultimate goal. I love that concept, um, especially, I mean, you could really apply it to anything in your life. You know, if this is like a financial goal, if it, you know, say that you 
you know, you want to be out of debt by the end of the year. Okay, well, let's calculate how much debt that we have. How much do I have to pay off each month to be able to, you know, do <clears throat> do this? How, you know, what bills do I need to pay off first to, you know, just it just breaking it down. So, you know, you go to a monthly, okay, how much do I need to save weekly um, or per paycheck? And then really just break down the goal. And it's more of just taking it to bite-sized pieces, which I think as humans, we tend to have these very prestigious goals and things that we want to do, but then we get super overwhelmed because we haven't really identified, like you said, the little steps, the little things in between. And I feel like when we don't break it down, then we can be very easily discouraged. Well, you know, oh, I slipped today with, I, I don't know, like I, I used most of my paycheck or whatever for this instead of like paying off my goal. Well, you know, how are you going to, is that going to deter you? Okay, no, let's just fix it. Uh, you know, you, you just find different steps to help you to continue to reach said goal. And um, it, it just, I feel like it just really makes it more obtainable. And not only that, but I feel like it gives you a clear guide to actually do it. So in a way you become addicted to doing it, if that makes sense. Because um, I think that's kind of another one is people set these big goals, don't really have a plan. And, you know, you kind of lose sight of why you wanted to do it in the first place. Yeah. And I think it's really cool how you could take um, like have your North Star be like almost maybe an idea type of a thing. Like, okay, mm -hmm. my North Star is I'm going to spend more time with my family. Well, then you have a bunch of little goals that feed into that one. Like, okay, I'm going to leave work um, 30 minutes early on Friday. Um, that's just a little thing you could do or, okay, I'm going to go on a hike once a month. So you kind of add these little goals, these less ambitious goals that when they're added all together, equal your North star, instead of it being like, okay, I need to commit to this many minutes every day. Da, 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 da. It's like, okay, I can make a bunch of related goals that appeal to me that feed into the North star principle that also the goals are for your different times and seasons. I'm not gonna hike very often right now because it's freezing cold outside. Right. But I could um, play a, a game with my kids on Sunday. Exactly. Um, and I love how, you know, you, I, I always relate a lot of things to fitness because that's something that I love and it's a true passion of mine. And um, when you were talking about, you know, that it just reminded me of, the the concept when you sort of you say that you want to lose a bunch of weight or you just want to become stronger you know whatever your goal is xyz um in the fitness world they always say like it doesn't matter if you mess up like one day it's the other 364 days that what are you going to do with those you know because we're, we're humans we fall off the, you know, fall off the rails, whatever, you know, fall off the wagon, whatever you want to like call it. But it's being very, like you said, being very intentional with your time and your energy. And that's, what's going to make all the difference. Oh yeah. I you know what, honestly, I really, 
I think that we were actually meant to be stalled in this episode because I have been introduced to some other amazing books and courses in the last week. It's so weird how much a week like changes your mindset if you're exposed to the right things. Um, I hope that's what we can do for our listeners too. That's always my goal. Um, I've been introduced to a book called Ninja Selling. Again, it's a book that was made for realtors, but it applies to life. And he introduces an 80-20 principle. He didn't make it up. It's from, I don't remember the name of the person that first figured this out, but essentially 80% of your results come from 20% of your effort. 80% of the world's wealth is held by 20% of the people. There's this 80-20 principle that is repeated in nature and in life all over the place. But what stuck to me was that 80% of your results come from 20% of your effort. So you don't have to be putting your effort into this thing 100% of the time. It's how you're spending your 20% is what's important. If you're spending 20% of your day watching TV or scrolling through social media without action, that's you're just that's what you're feeding into that's where your results are going to be but if you're able to focus 20% of your efforts into a goal so that just like blew my mind cuz as a mom I always have a million things to do i need to cook dinner i got to do laundry i got to you know i need to sleep at some point get my kids to sleep bathing all this stuff so i never felt like i had time i was like i don't i can't dedicate you know all my time to this and turns out i don't need to how freeing is that it's for real though like to like you said uh 20 if you break that down you know how how much time is that a day like maybe 45 minutes ish like you know no a little bit longer than that i mean it might be a couple what, hours but yeah I, maybe like two hours mm-hmm. right ish. yeah about that <laughs> i'm not totally sure i married an accountant so i didn't have to do math <laughs> um I'm like Mike answer that for us really quick will you um I could probably just figure that out on my phone but let's just be honest I just yeah hey, we're, we're getting 20% of 24 hours 4.8 perfect 4.8 hours of that thing <laughs> uh-huh. and again even I think just having your mindset going towards that during that time too it's just where are your efforts going so Right. And having that focus of, okay, like, do I spend four hours a day doing things that I regret or not happy that I'm doing later? You know what I mean? Like, um, and that's not to say it has to be all the time, because even that's like, oh, it might be a lot, but it's just, um, you're not having to co- to dedicate 100% of your life to this goal. You just need to have a focus right. on it. Exactly. And, you know, I want to also talk about a little bit about like the goal itself. Um, like you said, we feel like that we don't have a lot of time. And I'm so guilty of this because I, I catch myself when I'm overstimulated as a mom that I, uh, I zone out and, oh, what's the word? I had it and then it just left. Um, I, I, I'll just get on like TikTok or something mm-hmm. just to escape reality. This and isn't is it funny how, yeah, isn't it funny how we sit there and say, oh, I don't have time for this, but we will watch one whole season of something in two days, you know, or yeah. 
you know, scroll on TikTok for three or four hours. And it's like, you know, there's your time again, going back to being very intentional with your time. So it's, it's, you know, I'm definitely guilty of it and <laughs> I can do better, but sometimes, man, I mean, sometimes you need that little breaky break, but you know, it's always well, good to like reevaluate your, your priorities. Well, and I think there's a way to do things too, that sometimes like there's a difference between wasting time and um, resting. Oh, and by the yeah. way, I texted my husband asking, what's 20% of 16? Because eight hours of your day, you're sleeping. So really, True. it's only 3.2 when you're awake. There you go. There you um, go. But I had some time today where I was sitting, but I wasn't resting because I was constantly thinking about all the things I needed to do that I should be doing instead of resting. So I wasn't really resting, but I wasn't, I couldn't convince myself to work either. And I realized I have this cycle of doing that sometimes where I'm actually just avoiding something. I'm not actually resting. And I think if I had committed to, I had, well, I did, I, I went for a walk and I was like, I'm going to commit to either I am resting today or I'm working today. I need to pick one because it is a waste of my time to be sitting here in the middle, pretending to be doing both. Right. Right. Cause you're just constantly fighting with yourself. I'm like, what am I going to do? I mean, I, I do that too. Yeah. I do that a, a lot. <laughs> it's like anxiety overload. And I just kind of like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> have you seen that Mitchell's versus machines? I have not seen that yet. My kids love it. Though. Oh, okay. Well, watch it. I think you'll love it. But when the robots start freaking out, cause they can't tell what the dog is. It's like pig, dog, loaf of bread. I'm like, that's me when I get overwhelmed. <laughs> I just malfunction. So. <laughs> well, and one thing I've been thinking of is, so we focus a lot as mothers on creating routine for our children. We hear that a lot, like, you know, routine is great for kids, routine, you know, whatever. But I tend to, um, make my routine last, like if I yes. have time to make a routine. So then I end up having a kind of routine list, you know, fly by seat to my pants type of thing. Right. But what if I could impl implement routines, not like have my entire day planned out, but having routines um, in businesses and it's like processes is what makes something run. Something you're doing over and over again the same way because you know it gives you results. So why don't we do that in our lives? Why don't I have a routine for my morning? And maybe I have a routine for my afternoon, like from this time to this time, I'm going to get stuff done. And it's so if we could train ourselves to fit within these routines for ourselves, we can be more efficient too, because it just becomes, um, it just becomes what we do instead of us fighting yeah. all the time and including routines for rest. Yes, I, I totally agree because we, we are human and we get burned out. I have found a system that kind of, um, it works pretty well for me, but sometimes I deter from that. Like when I'm not being uh, <laughs> intentional with my time, but I have found that when I block my days, I do way better. So like if I actually wake up in the morning before my kids, which has been really hard lately, um, mm -hmm. but you know, I'll say from like, 7 a.m. Like my perfect day would go like this between um, so from the hours of 7 a.m. until like 9 a.m. I wake up, get ready for the day, feed my kids breakfast, you know, do like, um, you know, my morning studies, like if I want to read scriptures and stuff like that. Um, so the, for those hours, that's what I do. Not necessarily always in that order, but preferably. But those are the 
things that I feel like I need to get done in the morning to feel like my morning has been successful. And then after that, it's like 10 until um, usually about 12 is just kind of a free reign. Kids go play and get their chores done. I try to get some laundry done and clean up after breakfast and dishes and stuff. And then um, by 12, it's usually nap time for my littles. So from 12 until three, that's when I try to schedule out school um, because I am down one kid and it's just a little bit easier to manage. It's more quiet time. My three-year-old, I can um, kind of, you know, distract with like either a, a show or sometimes he'll even take a nap, just kind of depends. Um, and then after like, so from, I don't know, like three thirty until five, everyone can just kind of do whatever kids are free reign to go play. And then that's kind of me catching up on chores or whatever, or just even me just to sit out for a minute. And then, um, let's see, like between five thirty till like eight is dinner. Everyone get ready for bed, clean up the house and then bedtime by eight. Everyone's done by eight. Bedtime is sacred to me. <laughs> Anyone who knows me knows. Even in the summer, my kids go to bed at eight. I'm like, I am not about to play that game. I am. Mom is tapped out by eight. She checks out. We are dunsies. Um, but trying to follow that block schedule instead of like having like a list, I have found for me personally, instead of having a list of things that I need to get done for the day, blocking things out. And then I just kind of know like, oh, these are my like three to four things that I deal with at during these times. I feel a lot less stressed, you know, mm -hmm. um, and I feel like I have a little bit of control over my day. So that's personally for me how how I like to kind of schedule out my days if, you know, when I'm actually being super intentionable and intention. Yeah. And just not, you know, <laughs> well, I, think that's why, I think that's why you like the North Star principle so much is you're yeah. you're then blocking out your weeks, your months, your quarters, yep. your year instead of it being like, okay, here's the list. And you can go, you can break it down that far. Or yeah. it's just like, okay, I have all week to work on this, you know, and these things are going to, it's just blocking out your time, blocking out yeah. your goals into manageable bites. Yes. Yeah. The list principles stresses me out and I, I malfunction <laughs> because it's like, I want to do all the things. I try to group the things together mm -hmm. instead of like, you know, what is doable like in my mind and yeah so I think another principle for goals too this is something that came up when I was talking to one of my sisters is celebrating your milestones and having even it sounds kind of crazy maybe maybe it's over organized but having your celebrations planned out um, have your vision board, have whatever, pick the things that you're going to celebrate for your reaching your goals. And, you, and it can't just be one at the end of the year. It's right. not incentive enough. It's too far out. You have to have bite size um, celebrations, things that you can celebrate, things you can do for yourself as you reach these goals that make it worth your time. You have to make your goals worth your time. I think that's one thing many people do by accident too, is they set a goal that isn't something that they love enough to sacrifice their time for consistently. Um, I guess it comes back from our, our last um, episode we're talking about, you know, like hate, like if you're trying to drive your goal with hate, 
it's not going to, it's not going to survive. You've got to, it's got to come from a place of joy. You have to like love that thing so much that you're working for that you'll get up at, you know, whatever time you need to, or stay up or put down the phone, put down TikTok. It's got to be more important than those other things. Right. It's so true. I mean, if we don't, I feel like that is human nature again. Like you said, if we're not enjoying the process and rewarding ourselves a little bit or seeing a reward in the thing in our our progress as we go, then we're not, we will not do it. As humans, we don't enjoy pain. We don't enjoy suffering. So when we start to feel a lot of that, you know, we tend to quit. So you know, I feel like it's the same thing with goals. Like, you know, yes, things are hard and, you know, we can, we can do hard things, but like you said, if it's going to be super painful and not enjoyable, we're not going to last. Oh yeah. I mean, and life's about like, like who we are as people. Um, it's all like energy, you know, our spirits, our mindsets, our hearts, um, it's fed off of energy and the more good energy you can put into your life, the more joy, happy, it just, it grows and grows and grows and grows and grows. Um, same with negativity though, too. So it's, I really think we have a lot of power over where we're going based on how our goals are framed in our minds. If our goals are coming from um, a place of competition, greed, anger, hate towards ourselves, like this, those places, you're just driving yourself farther down that path with those feelings. But if you can find something that brings you joy, that um, fills your heart, that is maybe a service to somebody else, even if you can help someone else while you're doing it, because that's a huge thing that I think all humans connect on is um, the joy they feel when they're serving others. So if you can pick a goal that not only helps you, but helps people around you, it's going to just grow and grow and grow. And you're that energy, that good energy is going to grow in your life and change things. Totally agree. I want to branch off of that a little bit and talk about um, another thing that I feel like is important when you are reaching these big goals and stuff. And maybe you have a goal. Okay. So like right, right now, Madison, you and I have both talked about investing. I have no idea what I'm doing. I literally have no clue on how to get started on certain things and stuff. So what do you do? You research. You find somebody who has been very successful in said thing that you are wanting and you copy what they are doing. Copy it, follow what they're doing. If you can or want to, you know, hire a mentor, hire someone to teach you, you know, and read a bunch of books, listen to a bunch of podcasts, educate yourself. Educate yourself on your goal because that's going to continue to light that fire in your heart and your soul to want you to keep going and remind you why you want to do the thing in the first place. And I think that is something that is so important as well. We as human beings are um, we're social creatures and we want to be connected into groups and into with other relationships and people. And when you can, like you said, involve other people, either teaching you or something that you can share or teach others, your life will be infinitely happier. And I truly believe that. I mean, just small instances, the things, you know, we kind of talked about a business idea that I had that, you know, you gave me today, Madison, about homeschooling and stuff. And I, I told you, I truly do 
find joy in helping moms who wanted to take the plunge into homeschooling. It's something that really just ignites my heart and, you know, just trying to figure out how to like grow that into something bigger so I can help more people and, you know, all that fun stuff in between. But that, I guess that was my biggest rant is connect with people, find those who inspire you and, and go and learn all that you can. And then just go, you know, that's, that's all we can do is really try. And, you know, even if we don't know, like how to do the thing, and I think that's where a lot of people get stopped from trying and reaching their goals is we just, we don't know how, so we don't get started. I mean, that's one of my biggest things is like, I don't know how, so I'm not going to start at the moment. I I need to know all the things before I start. And it's just, I'll, I'll be here forever if I do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's completely. I mean, this podcast even just kind of came from us just talking about something and being like, well, maybe someone wants to hear about this. And turns out people do. Mm-hmm. Um, the night I decided to go to, I mean, I followed a random person on Instagram and I was thinking social media is so good for this. Find like-minded people. Yes. Cause I found the women celebrating women Instagram page and I followed them randomly. And I think it was for my previously failed business Desert Rose home staging actually was why I followed them. Um, which is like interesting as I was, that business didn't work out, but that I was meant to have that business, just try that business so that I could meet these people. I truly believe that God was putting me on that path to meet these people. I drove two hours by myself to go to a, a dinner with 20 women I had never met before, but they all were like-minded women who were trying to run businesses and trying to help people. And that fueled my, like, I was like, okay, if these 20 women from all these different backgrounds can do this, I can too, <laughs> especially if I have them cheering me on. And that has made a huge difference is finding just like-minded people doing this with you, Brittany, having someone to do it with makes all the difference. We weren't meant to do this alone. We weren't meant to do life alone. Oh, absolutely. And I truly believe, um, you know, we have to have you know, the, the strong belief system within ourselves that we can do it, that we don't always need. I don't want to say, uh, the help from others, but the, um, permission from others to do mm-hmm. our goals and stuff like that. Um, but I truly do believe life and death, but with a goal is if you have support or not. I yeah. mean, there are people who, you know, yeah, you that do reach their goals and stuff with little to no support, but it is dang hard. But I mean, like you said, we have social media. We are, your potential support group is endless right now. You just have to find them. Yeah. And have that, have the guts to reach out and say hi. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That can be so scary. But if you are finding the right people, I mean, they're just like Madison said, going to light a fire in your soul and just make you feel like that you can do this. And yeah, it's, it's awesome when you find like-minded people that, and they'll help you grow. They will, you will grow leaps and bounds with like-minded people more than doing it by yourself. I think that's a great place to end. I think I encourage listeners. um, If you want to find 
more like-minded people. We have interviewed some amazing women on this podcast so far, and we're going to continue to be interviewing amazing women. Um, and yeah, I go back and follow some of them. They've it's, there's a reason we interviewed them. They're phenomenal sure, people sure. who are making a difference. <laughs> um, and we want to hear who, about who you, who inspires you like share with us who inspires you in your life. We want to hear, we want, we want to find them. We want to find more people. I, I want like a tribe of thousands of women to, to follow and learn from. That would be amazing. Yes. Thank you so much for listening to Eve Unleashed. Join us on Instagram at Eve Unleashed to continue the conversation. We would love to hear from you and hope that you have an amazing day.